Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Big catch a cane, big homie, what it is? I'm just gonna rap straight up for these niggas. Now, everybody wanna be the kings of the south when they ain't running the damn thing with their mouth, no doubt. It's all good, y'all just stay in y'all opinion. But in the south and in the hood, it's understood. Without saying it's a given, and then cause of what I'm doing for a living, it's more because of what I do and how I'm living. Not to mention when I'm rapping, I'm just heard niggas feeling. And still chilling on something that's in the healing. Make provisions for the click and continue keeping it pimping. What the crack was in the house, the record sale through the ceiling. So say what you want and do what you please. But for fun, I shoot 22 from your shoes to your knees. I run a record label and a crew of G's. So niggas are coming look for you if a sneeze or even breathe the wrong way. You better do what the song say and be easy. Else it'll be a long day. I'm a king. I'm a king.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to Furlough Merlo Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio, where I'm your host, Lord Merlot. Tonight, uh, we basically interviewing a new artist by the name of Kejun Dozier. Excuse me, stumbling all over myself tonight. Um, not feeling too well, a little bit under the weather, but nevertheless, we're trying to move on. Um, tonight on the call, we also have our executive producer, Cornelius. I want to thank him for what he's doing. He's doing a great job. Um, Last night, or actually two nights ago, we actually had a show, and we had a lot of technical difficulties, so hopefully tonight we don't have the same issue. Um, But before we go ahead and begin in our segment, I want to go ahead and unmute the executive producer just so he can say what's up. Say what's up, Cornelius. Hey, what's up? All right, all right. So you like that little screening room thing that we got going on here? Yeah, that was fine. It was fine. Oh, okay. You dry. Okay. So. <laughs> no, I'm gonna try to behave myself tonight. I'm gonna try to behave myself. All right. So let me go ahead and get my little questions pulled up on my screen here, and then we can go ahead and get this party started. Right. Kevin Dozier, and then he can actually go ahead and formally introduce himself to y'all. Basically, y'all, uh, he's coming out of Dallas. Kevin? Hey, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? I was like, oh. <laughs> Man, let me tell you. Let me, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, that's all good. So, go ahead and give a little brief introduction about yourself. Okay. Uh, well, Kevin Dozier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Kevin Dozier. Uh, uh, New Yorker, born and raised. Uh, you know, been doing my thing, singing for about six years now, and the game is good to me, so I'm here. So, Okay. Well, uh, unlike many of our other interviews, we actually sent you the questions in advance so that you wouldn't be thrown off, you know, and then we wouldn't ask you nothing that was kind of, you know, like something that you didn't want to talk about. So that's very unusual for me because normally I'll just throw you <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> that's a nice choice of words, let me tell you. I think I've experienced enough of that today, Oh, okay. So I'm glad, you know, when you said that, I was like, okay, so I guess I'll go ahead and do that for you because, no, I'll just throw you under the bus, keep right on going. Well, have you had a chance to listen to any of our previous shows prior to tonight? Actually, actually I have not. So, I mean, this is like completely new, completely, completely new. Okay. Okay. Well, we do have two callers on the line. Uh, Let me go ahead and give them a quick shout-out. Caller number 3011, as well as caller number 0098. We want to thank you for calling in tonight. Not sure who you are. Um, I was told that you just wanted to listen, which is fine. Um, But hopefully you'll enjoy yourself and you'll learn something tonight. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and get this going. Um, So um, basically, um, we'll just go down the list like we said. Um, so 
So you know a lot of artists use their aliases for the, the entertainment community, but we noticed that you use your real name, or is that not your real name? No, that is 100% uh, my name. Oh, that that is your name. Okay. Yeah. And why did you yeah. decide to use it? Um, Because the thing about it is, uh, coming out of New York, a lot of people don't even know that I can sing. You know, and I was always a really shy person. And now that, you know, I'm learning the game and I'm coming into myself and everything like that, I want the world to know that this is me. This is who I am. This is Kevin Dozier. This is who I have always been, per se. You know, so it's basically like reintroducing myself to everybody. Okay. Okay. Now, could you tell us a little bit? Well, we're going to go into your life now. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get all up in the business. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I'm sure you ready. So let's go ahead and get this over with. Let's see. Um, oh, so could you tell us a little bit about your family? Okay. Well, I'm actually the oldest of five. My mother, you know, she had a new baby about two years ago and everything like that. So Two years you know, ago? Like a, yeah, yeah, you oh, know. You I mean, a young mother. How do you get yeah, yeah, I'm 26. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 26. You know, like I said, oldest of five. Uh, you know, I come from a very uh, blunt and straightforward family, so... You know, uh, I didn't really grow up with, you know, experiencing the joys of, you know, holidays and stuff like that. You know, I I, I came out knowing that there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, you didn't have no Christmas? <laughs> Where are you from? Kind of like my house. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> my mother said, I am Santa Claus. <laughs> I know exactly. that's right. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, so the mom keep it real 100% of the time. And, you know, I mean, I definitely feel like I was blessed with one of the best mothers in the world. Not because she's my mother, of course. But just because, you know, talking with her and, you know, seeing seeing her struggles that she went through as I grew up and talking with her now, being an adult, living on my own and everything like that, and, you know, being being able to see both sides of the fence other, you know, than, than just my side, you know, I really feel like I was blessed with a really, really good mother who prepared me for the world, you know, so, yeah. Okay. It's good to have a strong backbone and a strong woman in your court. You have, you know, so many people they grow up without having a mother or anyone they can call father. It, it is a blessing to, you know, have that mother to tell you the truth. I am the Santa Claus, you know. <laughs> Don't yeah, be sitting on that exactly. fat man's lap, pedophile, and you know things of that nature. But yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But yeah, that's 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 my family. I love I love my family. I mean, they're. There is a really uh, strong part as to why I do this because it's like this is what I can do, this is what I'm good at, and I know that once I'm successful, the first thing I'm going to do is elevate my family. You know. So, so is your your family a musical family as well, or are they just they just support you? Uh, well, well, I mean, I wouldn't really say that they're a musical family. Uh, my mother has the ability to sing. Uh, I have an aunt, my Aunt Betty, you know, she she's 
from the South, born and raised Baptist. And, uh, you know, she's always singing, you know, when she's not trying to help somebody out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up, uh, living in New York, we didn't have cable. My mother would uh, videotape uh, this show called Video Music Box. And this is how much of a closet singer I was. You know, she would videotape all the music videos that come on, and I would pretend like I don't want to watch them. But when she wasn't around, I would go and I would watch all those music videos. And to this day, you know, I'm such an old school head, like, you know, when it comes to, like, 90s music, Biggie, Nas, Total, Little Kim, like the old, old school. I have, like, the same playlist in my phone, literally, and all the songs play in the exact same order that the, that the music videos played when I would watch those VHS tapes. Oh. Watching Showtime oh. at the Apollo. I don't know where you come from. You know, I'm sure you watch that too. <laughs> Living in New York. Oh, yeah. oh, so, but, you know, actually, actually, Showtime at the Apollo would always come on really late at night on Saturdays. Like it would come on at like one o'clock in the morning. So you know, if I wanted to watch it, I had to sneak and watch it. Oh, it'd be peeping around the corners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, So now we know a little bit about, you know, where your upbringing and we see that, you know, your family, you know, was more like our traditional families, you know, more like true Americans, not all this, you know, silver spoon type thing going on. Because I remember, you know, I didn't have cable either, so we had to do what we had to do. Right. Um, are there any kids or a special someone in your life America wants to know? Well, no. Um, I mean, my, my focus uh, is, is the music, and I believe all that will come after I get my Grammy. So right oh. now my focus is just on the music and doing what I need to do to get my Grammy. So. Okay. All right. Let it be known you heard him first here on Blog Talk Radio at the Firmal <laughs> Entertainment Show, you all. <laughs> Let me get that grant. Make sure you give us a shout out. Okay. Okay, so now let's move over to your little past a little bit. Um in the bio it states that you were in the military. Um uh, you wanna talk about that or your experiences uh, and God, maybe. You know, but you know, that's neither here nor there. 
I felt like I was doing something, uh, and evidently it was just never enough. And I really, when I was in, I always felt like I was that person that was always messing up, basically. And I just couldn't get right. And it just wasn't a good situation. And like I said, you know, I've always been that type of person. You know, I'm really good at something, I'm really bad at it. And if I'm really bad at it, then I need to rectify the situation so that way I can do something that I'm good at, like, for example. So. Okay, so now do you feel that the military experience prepared you for the ups and downs of the music business? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there, there definitely was uh, some good that came out of it, of course. I mean, everything you do as you grow is a learning experience. Um, but I definitely feel like it, it in some ways did prepare me simply because the music industry is a very, very harsh playing field, very mm. harsh, very competitive. Um, and then, you know, in a lot of ways, its structure is similar to the military in that, you know, you have to earn your stripes. You know, you don't just come right off the bat getting paid shows. You don't... Um, you know, get to you know live the you know the 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 the, the lavish VIP lifestyle that it paints itself out to be right off the bat. Hell, there's singers that have Grammys and aren't making bank and living that particular lifestyle that's conveyed in their music videos. But um, you know, like going back to your question, uh, yeah, it definitely has. Um, in terms of building up that 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 uh that Teflon-like type of skin that you need to have when it comes to dealing with all the different types of people that you're going to have to deal with as you maneuver through the industry, because really that's the only way that one can really make it is by maneuvering strategically throughout, you know, whatever it is you're trying to get to, you know. Now, you sound like an intelligent brother, um, just listening to how you're answering the questions, uh, I didn't see anything about college. Did you go to college? Did you get any additional education outside of high school? I did not go to college. I mean, I definitely intend on uh, going to college, actually, in 2013. But, okay. no, I mean, this, this goes back to, you know, being the oldest child of a single African-American woman, you know, I mean, my mother was the type of person that, you know, she always raised us to go above and beyond, you know, so if I had to, if, if I brought home vocabulary words, for example, you know, as a homework assignment, my mother would not only have me define the words, but she'd have me put them in alphabetical order, write a sentence with them, uh, you know, I mean, just all this crazy, crazy stuff. And, you know, she always put me in different after-school programs, and, you know, we would play games, like brain teaser-type games and everything like that. And, you know, she always did stuff that would enhance our mental capacity, basically. So, you know, that's how I'm able to write and adapt the way that I adapt, you know, for any any situation, to be honest. Get it, Mama. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I love my mama. Love my mama. Love my mama. I know that's right. You only get one. Exactly. Now you were born and raised in Brooklyn. What? What actually sent you to Dallas? What in the Uh ham sandwich? (laughs) Well, how you get there? uh, (laughs) Well, let, let, let me tell you. You know, 
I mean, I've always enjoyed traveling. I've always enjoyed traveling. Even from when I was a little kid, you know, uh, traveling, because I, 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 even though I, I am a New Yorker, but my roots are in the South, uh, Virginia in particular, and, uh, well, Virginia, North Carolina. But, um, you know, I, was, I would always love to go on the road trip, you know, traveling in between New York and uh, Virginia and South Carolina, uh, you know, where we would go to, like, summer camp, you know, we would travel to, like, Chicago. I've always, always loved to travel. You know, and uh, so when I joined the military, obviously for the for the for the perspective of mm-hmm. traveling, you know, I ended up in California, which was my last duty station. And uh, you know, after I, I I got out and I started focusing on music, I actually got my start in Cali, performing up and down Southern California from San Diego to LA all the way up to Oakland, basically. Um, you know, and then from there, you know, naturally I had friends and stuff like that. And, you know, I had spent maybe uh, three or four years in Cali. And, you know, a lot of my friends were moving away and going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm just like, ah, oh, man, all these people leaving me, you know. And um, so, you know, I ended up having a situation where, you know, I had no more friends left in California. And the last couple friends that I did have were moving out. And so I had the choice to move to either Detroit, you know, with some of my friends or to move to Dallas. And I'm just like, okay, well, let's try Dallas. And here I am. And there you went. And there I went. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's so far it's been good uh, that the music industry out here, uh, the scene is, 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 of course, it's not Atlanta, but... Uh, it, 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 it was it was a nice little change. I definitely, you know, the the network definitely uh, welcomed me initially. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to listen to one of your tracks. Um, oh, okay. We're going to listen to the My Girl. Now, is it My Girl Update Mix, or that's just something that you gave to me? Uh, that was just oh, something that I gave to you. But, I mean, no, it's just that the actual song is just my girl. Um, oh, that's just a, a newer, cleaner, more refined version of that song. Because let me tell you, I've done recorded that song a thousand and one times. So it's like I have to, like, name it different things so I know which one I'm sending out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um your mic is still open, so while we're playing the song, if you say anything, it, we will hear you. So if you want to, uh, it okay. I'm, just gonna say, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet. I'm like, I'm just not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna let the song do all the talking. Because I mean, I've always been the type of person I could show you better than I can tell you. Hold on a second. Here we go. Like my feelings flowing crazy, just to see 
That was a pretty hey. clean cut. Very nice. That was me. Was that me? Really? That was me. Oh. 
Yeah, I, I surprise myself sometimes. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> so, when you did that one, um, what inspired you to write that particular track? Uh, actually, the people I was working with at the time, because um, uh, I actually, this was, I did it during a time where I stopped working on music, but I was working with a production company, you know, and it was owned by this wonderful husband and wife couple, and, um, you know, naturally they were old school heads or whatever, and so he was singing the hook, you know, you want to be mine, you want to be mine, I'm just like, that's a really, really hot song. You should uh-huh. let me write something to it, you know. And then so uh, he he blessed me with the hook, and I took that hook and wrote the verses surrounding that hook that he got stuck in my head. And af- and what I did was I actually went ahead and recorded the song um, while you know they were like sleeping. I was like staying at the studio, just working overnight. And uh, he wasn't expecting it because originally it was a song that he was writing for his wife. Oh, and so. so uh, well, yes and no, because like I said, you know, the, the the hook was his, but I wrote the verses, you know, and I just went ahead and just recorded myself singing it. And then, you know, when he heard it, he was like, oh, man, that song was a hit. So I'm like, okay, okay but I did good. So. Okay. All right, now we know that Kevin Dozier still songs some people, but that's okay. It sounds so bad when you see it like that, though. Oh, man. He just bothered it. He just bothered Oh, man. Oh, man. I ain't got my foot in the door yet. Are y'all talking about I'm stealing stuff? I'm going to blacklisted for sure. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Everybody that listens to my show, they know how I do it. So I'm just teasing. That's that's a lie. That's a lie. Yes, it's a lie. All right. So we're going to move on over. We're going to talk a little bit about your career briefly. Um, So what made you decide to start writing music, per se? Funny story. Well, what happened with that was, like I told you, I've always been a very shy person. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually started out writing for a friend of mine who, you know, we, we were both obviously in the military together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a passion for singing. And uh, so, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, hey, let me try something out. Let me um, – I'm just like, okay, well, I, I have an idea for a song, and mm-hmm. I know a studio that we can go to if you want to, you know, try this out. So uh, we went to the studio. Uh, the, the name of the studio was called Bomb Beat, Pro- Bomb Beat Productions. And, Bomb Beat. Um, Bomb Beat Productions, yes. And uh, the name of the producer was uh, Devon Smash. And so I wrote... Situation. That was the first song that I ever wrote from top to bottom, basically. And so, you know, I, I get my friend on the microphone to sing the song, and he's recording it, but he wasn't recording it the way the song needed to be recorded at that time, anyway. Okay. Uh, and so, by the time it was all said and done, he's like, "Okay, well, show me how it's done." I went, but you know I don't 
sing like that, and I don't want to sing. <laughs> I just want to do a couple oohs and ahs, and I'm good. You know, okay. I'm good. Just, just let me do the oohs and ahs. And, you know, he's like, no, 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 just come over here. You say I'm not doing it right. Well, show me how to do it. And I ended up one note turned into a full uh 16 bars, which led to the full song, and by uh-huh. the time it was all said and done, uh, the song was finished, and, you know, and, and I had shut it down, and my friend got mad at me, and that was pretty much that. Gracious. So, I guess that kind of answers my next question. So, you actually oh. write your own music. You don't get any I do. for you. I do, but you know what? I would love for somebody to write for me. Because, I mean, every now and again, you know, you know, I might get a little lazy. You know, <laughs> but, but, you know, when you reach that status, you know, the one thing uh-huh. I, I love to do is I love to compare notes with other writers. Like, especially when it comes to R&B music, I love mm-hmm. to stare and uh, I love to co-write with uh, female songwriters because oh. I feel like, okay, if I'm going to get this right, I need that female perspective. So I'm uh-huh. like, my thing is, okay, I'm like, if I say this to the song, how would you take it? You know? Okay. And, and she might say, well, that sounds kind of cheesy. Don't say that. <laughs> you know? so, garbage. And that's, exactly. Exactly. And that's pretty much uh, how, how, I, how I write my songs, you know. I get that female perspective as I'm writing it right off the right off the bat, and you know uh, my 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 uh, inner writer circle they don't hold back on me. Uh-huh. So, but I mean, usually when I'm done, you know, I end up with a really really good song that actually proves to be like diamond in the rough type of material, you know. And I say diamond in the rough because you can count on one hand how many people have heard it. So, you know. yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least it's not a one-hit wonder type thing, you know, because you well, know, a lot of people I mean, out here, they got that one song, and that's it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, I, I, I definitely would pray that that's not, you know, that that would happen to me. But at the same time, you can make a lot of money off of one hit, you know. So <laughs> you I, would, I, would, I, I would be thankful to even achieve that, you know. I mean, of course, my goal is, is is to go for the longevity, but you know, like I said if I get that you know temporary notoriety from that one hit, I'll be like, pow, you know, pow. <laughs> I did. That'll be yo. <laughs> Have you ever thought about taking a break from music? Um, no, but I, I have before, but it was more of a strategic thing because, you know, again, like I said earlier in the conversation, I mean, the industry, you know, being in the industry or being an independent artist, you're one artist out of a million artists who are trying to do the same thing as you. And so it's like you constantly have to rethink your game plan. And when you don't have management, you know, you're even worse off than an independent artist with a bad manager. So uh, I actually stopped for about two or three years. Uh, I was working with a production company that I, I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, just basically learning the industry, learning how to produce, learning how to mix, learning how to master, and uh, also to coordinate large-scale events. So I did that for about three years, and once I built up my contacts through doing the network required, 
to, you know, have the resources to pull off a large-scale event, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Time to get focused and get back to what my dream was. I'm starting to get unhappy. I need to go back to doing what makes me happy. So, Mm -hmm. music. And so far, ever since I've been back, uh, blessings have been coming left and right. So. Now, I did take a look at your YouTube postings, and when I listened to them and then I listened to you and then I listened to the music, I'm like, we need to change that. (laughs) (laughs) Which which one? Which one do we need to change? Because let me tell you, like, I mean, off stage, I We couldn't hear you for one, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand it was with a camera phone, but, you know, we we just couldn't hear you. We just need to change that. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm going to hire a video crew one day, you know, maybe get a reality show or something. I could use one. You sure could. (laughs) I'm sure you would bring it. (laughs) Man, man, let me tell you, because, I mean, I just. Wow, so such a kooky, crazy person off stage, you know, and, and I mean, and let, let, let me tell a story, and, and you know, it, 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 it's, it's never quite exactly how you expect the story to play out because, I don't know, I think I'm a jinx, and so, you know, when these things happen that really aren't supposed to be funny, and I live through them, and then I go back and tell what happened that I lived through, people tend to laugh at me, so... Yeah, oh, no, we don't want them to do that. I don't mind. So, could you I describe? Guess... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Can I describe what? Oh, okay. Well, have you ever or <laughs> thought about American Idol or going, you know, to something like that to the Voice to gain exposure or anything like that? Um, actually, let me tell you, Jesus. I told you I'm gonna always have a story for you. Uh, I done did American Idol. I done did X Factor. I done did Glee. I done did, oh, man. I done did them all. I done did them all. And they all told me no. Every last one of them. So and you kept pushing. And keep pushing. Keep pushing. <laughs> Jesus. That's it. So, obviously, yeah. we don't care what they think. We know what we can do, and so we're going to do it anyway. Oh, absolutely, possibly. Okay. Now, would you describe the listeners um, or the kind of listeners that you're trying to attract, I guess? I mean, I know that you do R&B type (laughs) music, but what type of listeners are you trying to capture? The old people, Uh, the young people, what? Well, I mean, it just, it it, it depends. Because, I mean, my thing is, you know, I'm not even, I can't even limit myself to one genre. I mean, I'm a chameleon. You made it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess my goal is with each song is to appeal and attract to the people who would like that style of song. So if I'm singing on a song that's a club banger, then I want to attract the people that are 21 to 26, 27, 28 years old that go to the club. I mean, if it's, you know, something that's a little bit smoother, then, you know, I want to attract the people that love to listen to Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. It just really depends on the feel of the beat of style of music that I'm working with, to be honest. Okay. 
Yeah. Do you have any upcoming projects that you're currently working on? Oh God, I do, 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 and um, I do, I do. I actually, I have a song. It's called Choosing Me. Um, that I actually got a homegirl of mine who is like one of she's she's a model by trade. Like, I mean, she's like one of the top top models in Dallas. Like, you can walk into Walmart and her picture is like there. It's like bland there. Oh. Um, but she sings also, like her passion is singing, but she models to pay the bills. That she 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 just got it like that, Jesus. But um, <laughs> you know, uh I've known her almost ever since I've been out in Dallas. And so it took me like almost what? Uh almost two years, but I finally got her to do a song with me. And uh Uh-oh. so we got together and we collabed on this song called Choosing Me. And bad man, when I tell you that song is fire, that song is fire. I can't wait to hear it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna shoot the video in New York and everything. Oh. Like it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Now you've had the opportunity to be mentored under some of the top producers in the business. What yes. have you learned from that experience? Um, I've definitely learned, um, you know, just a more refined style of singing, basically, um, because prior to uh, my experience working with these individuals, uh, you know, uh, previous producers would call me the rug king because I would just do runs, runs, runs everywhere. Just, I'd just be all over the place. You know? mm-hmm. and, um, but through working with these producers and everything like that, you know, uh, they taught me a more refined technique with delivering my my, my voice onto a track, and we're trying to convey the, the the words and the actual storytelling manner that I'm supposed to when I'm singing the song. So my hmm. tracks have gotten a lot better in the sense that I learned that you don't have to powerhouse it, you don't have to Kimberell it by doing all them runs everywhere. You know, okay. all you have to do is sing the song and let people hear it, be, be on key and sing the words you're trying to sing and tell the story you're trying to tell. So. Okay. Who would you say are some of the artists that have inspired you in your music career, other than the ones that you had to grow, you know, when you had to watch with the video box? Music video box, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, well, I mean, Usher is a dead giveaway. Um, you know, definitely been influenced by Usher. Um, you know, definitely have a lot of hip hop influences, but then you told me not to mention those because they will come from video music box. Uh John Legend, uh Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson, The Temptation, uh Lionel Richie. Uh oh. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Hey. Oh no, sorry, just about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus. I told you I was going to try to behave tonight. I think I'm doing good. Don't you think Superman? <laughs> you know that I cut up in a minute. Okay. Um, I want to skip that question. Um, now, in your bio, it states that you'll be debuting a ET entitled Situationships based off yeah. of single situations 
that we're going right. to play America. Yes, we're going to play that song. Yes, but could you tell us a little bit more about that? That's going to be coming down in 2013. Um. Well, uh, like I said, Situations is the track that was the first track I ever did, so it it, it holds a special place in my heart. You know, whether or not I was actually going through that, you know, what the story is talking about, I go through it when I hear the song. I go through it when I was singing the song or when I'm mm-hmm. performing it live, something like that. Um, and I figured that the song, the song tells such a solid story, you know, why not, you know, get a little trapped in the closet and expound upon that story, take it a little <laughs> bit further, you know. So I'm just like, okay, let's let's kick it up a notch. Situations okay. is, is basically about, you know, a guy who wakes up, his girl is gone. She don't, there's no text, no letter, no note, no sticky pad, no lipstick on a mirror, no nothing. She just leaves without a trace, basically. And the song is basically him asking himself, okay, well, what was it that he did to make this happen? You know? Okay. So going from there, and like I said, with the song focusing on the, turmoils of being in a relationship, I'm like, okay, relationship, situation, situationship. Hello. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Now, it also states that in your bio that you're going to be donating, or actually you are donating 10% of the proceeds uh-huh. is the one to be donated to, and I'll let you finish that part. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's on iTunes, and you know, the thing about it is, uh, you know, when, again, one artist out of a million, you know, and nobody really knows who you are, you have to show people that you stand for something. Okay. You, know, you have to show people your values. You have to show people, you know, uh, a purpose, a drive, a passion, so to speak, because, you know, then, then people, if people can relate to you, I mean, nine times out of ten, they can relate to your music, too, which is the, the ultimate goal. And um, so as as a kid, you know, I mean, I've endured bullying. I mean, we all have to some extent. And um, so my thing was, okay, well, as this song is out there on iTunes, 99 cents, um, and when the proceeds rack up to something substantial, you know, I'll find a nonprofit charity on behalf of anti-bullying, and I'll donate. 10% 10% of those proceeds to that nonprofit. So. That's the way it says. I wish somebody give me some. Can you donate to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's good. You know, stand for something or fall for anything is what I've always it, been told. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay, we'll be getting on down here. We've got some more people on the call. Um, welcome. For my little entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio, where we're interviewing Kevin Dozier. Uh, I see you there. Um, I guess I'll put my producer on the line so he can see if you have anything you want to add. Um, but at this time, I'm actually going to take a break and we're going to hear Stuck. Oh, okay, cool, cool. That's Not actually me. the finale. That's, that's oh. the finale in the Situations trilogy. Oh, well, so do you think I should play Situations first? Probably, probably, and then I can I can give you a little bit of insight on stuck, but yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll do that. Okay. Here we go.
situation in our lives, then we'll be nothing, pretty much. We won't have any aspirations. We won't have anything to focus on. We won't have anything to look forward to. You know, it's just... Right. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta gotta overcome. You gotta overcome. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I had the executive producer on mute all this time when I was telling him to say something. That is so rude of me. You still with us, sir? Is it? Cornelius? Uh, see, you done made him mad. He ain't there no more. Oh. Pissed off, man. Oh, oh he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, moving on right along. Um, what gives you the drive to do what you do? Well, because, I mean, like I said, you know, I'm the type of person that there are things that I'm really good at and there's mm-hmm. things I really suck at. And it just so happens that I've been blessed with a gift and I'm really, really good at it. And I believe that I'm supposed to have a Grammy. So that's pretty much why. Because I want one really bad. And I've always been the type of person that I get what I want. So. I know that's right. Oh. Yeah. Go, Giga. Yeah, you know. You Even when I was a kid, Go if there was a, a, a toy, yeah, because I did for it, you know. <laughs> You know, I'll work for it. I'll, I'll go and I'll, I'll get it, you know. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, put six years in, you, you I'm getting something. If, right. I mean, if, what, if you're going to be like a, a door stopper or a keychain, I'm getting something. Something. Yeah. Who do you feel are your biggest supporters? Who are my biggest supporters? Um. Well, you know, I would honestly definitely I would I would definitely say, you know, the people that I talk to on a daily basis. Um I mean, and then at the same time, you know, that's also like a really, really hard question to answer. You know, because I mean I understand that, you know, people have their own lives. So mm-hmm. I mean I really don't I don't put a lot of, you know, pressure on people to to really show support in the way that I know that I need it. Um, mm-hmm. I just do what I can and just keep working. And, I mean, and eventually people will see your work and they'll fall in line. So I believe that that's, that's what will ultimately end up happening. Like the people that are on the phone right now, so thankful, most definitely, you know. Um, obviously, you know, they would definitely be some of my biggest supporters. Like, because, I mean, they're on the phone right now, you know. So, I mean. Oh, now Cornelius was trying to speak, and he's actually telling me that he said that it's good that you can keep a level head and and your individuality in a changing field. And he just wanted you to know that. And well, I appreciate that because it is always changing, Jesus. And it it it, it is not a doubt about that. It really always is. And I mean, and you know, I mean. You work with so many different people, with so many different types of attitudes, some good, some bad. You know, I mean, you've got to be ready to rock and roll. You know, uh, somebody provided me an illustration. It's like you have to be a palm, you have to be a palm tree. You know, you got to be able to bend and sway whichever way the, the, the wind blows, basically, but you can never break, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's basically how I look at it. Okay. Now, we're tying this interview up. Um, are there any artists that you would like to work with in the future? Yes, 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 yes. There are so many that, I mean, I can't even count. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I love 
singing with people. I love singing with people, like almost to the point where I look crazy trying to do it because uh, people get nervous because I get so hyped and so crunk. I love harmonizing with other singers. You know, I love collaborating in the little writer circles. Um, but uh, to be more specific, you know, if I had the opportunity to uh, work with John Legend, you know, because, I mean, I know he he's a producer. I would love to have John Legend produce one of my songs. You know, Kanye, I mean... Look, <laughs> I, I, I I am a canvas, <laughs> so whoever's willing to, to come along and grace me with some paint, I am more than willing to uh, uh, embrace that. All right. So we're going to go ahead quickly and listen to your last song that you actually sent over to with your stuff, and then we're going to go ahead. Duck. What's wrong? No, nothing is wrong. Like I said, that's a happy song. That's a very happy oh, I song. I to have a moment. Hold <laughs> That's a happy song. You know, but you know, you got to put emphasis on the word stuck. It's a happy song because everything comes back together. You know, she finds him, he finds her, and, and they're happy. Through thick and thin, I got your back. You know, if I ever reach black man as a strong black woman, you know, that whole uh thing. So it's a good song. It's a good song.
I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in tonight to Fermerlo Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio. Well, I was your host, Lord Merlot, and we had our executive producer, Cornelius, on the line. We interviewed a guest tonight by the name of Kevin Dozier by way of Dallas, Texas, and we want to thank him for coming in, and hopefully he'll come back again soon. Um, generally, you can catch us here at Fermerlo under blogtalkradio.com, in which you can catch any of our
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.